Cedar Spring is the heart of Beausoleil Island, the largest campground in Georgia Bay Islands National Park. It's usually bustling with campers buying firewood and swimming at the beach, or day trippers chatting with staff in the Parks Canada Visitor Center. Water taxis come back and forth from the mainland to the Cedar Springs dock, dropping off families at their campsites for the weekend. Dotted throughout Cedar Spring are large wood stoves. The old iron stoves are still fully functional, built from stone quarried from Beausoleil Island. You will likely find one nearby your campsite, even though many families opt for gas-burning camp stoves and traditional fire pits. Like many other artifacts found throughout history on the island, the stone of the stoves are all that remains of the beginnings of Georgian Bay Islands National Park. I'm your host, Liz Edwards, and welcome to Rooted Beausoleil Island, a podcast exploring the history and culture of Beausoleil Island through the environment around us. This is Chapter 6, Cottage Country. This 1905 advertisement for the Royal Muskoka Hotel on Lake Rosso depicts a fashionable young couple paddling a canoe to the right of the page, and a young woman in a bathing costume on the left. Canoeing, bathing, fishing, beautiful water trips, golf and tennis, modern hotel, excellent cuisine, cool verandas, and home-like rooms perfumed by the fragrant pines. This idyllic hotel was one of the most lavish vacation spots in Muskoka in its day. While the resort is no longer there, countless others have appeared in its place. Today, lavish cottages line the shores of Lake Muskoka and Georgian Bay. Many are home to millionaires and celebrities looking to escape the hustle and bustle of the city and search for their own wilderness retreat. While no luxury cottages line the shores of Beausoleil Island, it still remains a prime destination for families from all over the world. When Georgian Bay Islands National Park was established in 1929, the luxury cottage and resort industry around Georgian Bay was booming. Everyone wanted their own piece of the bay. Beausoleil Island was at the top of resort developers' lists. The island's size, prime location, beautiful beaches, and stunning views all equated to one thing. Lots of money. Meanwhile, others recognized the cultural and ecological significance of the island as early as 1920. A letter sent to the Commissioner of National Parks in 1920 from a local archaeologist drew attention to the need to preserve and protect Beausoleil Island, the largest island remaining unsold by the trustees of the former Indigenous lands. Other community members agreed that Beausoleil Island should become a national park where locals and tourists could experience the natural environment and rich history of Georgian Bay. Soon after, the federal government purchased Beausoleil Island. In 1923, another 28 outlying islands were purchased for $25,000. By December 1929, Georgian Bay Islands National Park was officially established. In 1930, George Lynn was appointed as the first superintendent of the park. He oversaw the building of staff residences and the clearing of campsites along the shoreline of Beausoleil Island. This is also when the iconic stone stoves were built for campsites, which at its peak accommodated over 100 campsites in Cedar Spring alone. 
Cedar Spring was chosen as one of the primary campgrounds on Beausoleil Island because of its central location, sandy beaches, and the nearby freshwater spring that provided drinking water for visitors. Recreational activities like camping, hunting, and fishing were also a major part of tourism at the newly formed Georgian Bay Islands National Park. This included stalking Fairy Lake with trout and bass for fishing, and even purchasing a herd of elk for visitors to hunt. Cedar Springs also featured an amphitheater for movies and educational programs, and even a large building with native species of reptiles on display. Some tourists traveled to Beausoleil Island to take in the breathtaking views of windswept pines and dark blue water, made famous by the Group of Seven, a collective of artists who painted iconic Canadian landscapes. As more urbanization in nearby cities and towns threatened wildlife habitats and biodiversity, Georgian Bay Islands National Park began to shift its role from providing visitors with recreational activities and entertainment to preserving and maintaining the environment for generations of Canadians to experience. This transition included removing unnecessary buildings, moving staff residences off the island and back to mainland, and leaving disturbed spaces untouched to encourage wildlife restoration. Today, all species are protected and monitored by the Georgian Bay Islands Resource Conservation Team. The park is also part of the UNESCO Georgian Bay Biosphere Reserve, which protects the 30,000 islands of Georgian Bay for future generations to enjoy. Cottagers and tourists continue to visit Beausoleil Island every year to enjoy camping, hiking, and educational programs offered by park staff like Sean Corbier. Sean has a group of families gathered around for a demonstration of three different fire starting techniques using the same materials Indigenous peoples have used throughout history on Beausoleil Island. Each participant in the program gets a chance to try starting a fire using the ancient bow drill method, a European flint and steel method using reproduction steel strikers similar to those found in archaeological digs on the island, and a modern magnesium striker. The Georgian Bay Island staff also offer programs on the history and ecology of the area and lead an indigenous medicine guided hike, which teaches visitors about native medicinal plants and their traditional uses by indigenous peoples. While much has been done to restore the natural environment of Beausoleil Island, restoration of meaningful relationships with local indigenous communities is also underway at Georgian Bay Islands National Park. Recently, Parks Canada has created new policies and programs to establish a culture of reconciliation and diversity at all Parks Canada sites. On Beausoleil Island, Local Indigenous communities like Beausoleil First Nation and the Georgian Bay Métis community come to harvest plants and medicines, practice ceremonies, and connect with their land. Infrastructure like a ceremony space is also in the works, paving the way for an even deeper and more meaningful reconnection to Beausoleil Island's rich history. Greg Garrett, a citizen of the Métis Nation of Ontario and president of the Georgian Bay Métis Council, shares his hopes for the future of Métis relations and culture on the island.
So one of the things that we are involved in now is putting up a, a cultural lodge type setting. I like to see a large circle type communal area, uh, perhaps with uh, a covering over it like a pagoda, you know, but we're talking large, not, you know, we, we talk in 30, 40 feet of radius, so a circle would be huge, you know, literally you can hold uh, dozens of people. And that's kind of where we're thinking. And, you know, the chimneys along the shoreline, talking to them about maybe bringing some hides up in the fall, produce smoke tanning, do some education around it. We could, uh, we could do quite a bit actually uh, from bringing a fresh hide up and defreshing it and everything. Right? But you can imagine something like that going on when they first came from German Island. If they were living on the island and hunting on the island, they would have been doing their own hides. I can just imagine some of the big parties that went on, the rendezvous, the potlatches on the island. Going back then, it would be nice in that cultural circle, that, that lodge or whatever, if we can bring some of that back, some storytelling. The, the different things I've, I've learned over the last five, six years, those kind of things we're going to start missing. And the ability to have a place on the island where we can put elders and youth together and get those oral histories down, pass them along, and hopefully now uh, with technology and that, they'll be recorded. Georgian Bay remains a popular destination for locals and tourists to experience the same relaxing wilderness that resorts like the Royal Muskoka promised visitors all those years ago. However, cultivating relationships between communities like the Métis of Georgian Bay or Beausoleil First Nation and Georgian Bay Islands National Park highlights the possibility of a shift in Beausoleil Islands tourism audience from cottagers and boaters to visitors hoping to learn more about the island's history and its cultural significance. No matter what brings you to Georgian Bay, one thing is certain. The rich culture and ecology of Beausoleil Island is protected for generations to enjoy. Rooted Beausoleil Island is a no history podcast. It is hosted by Liz Edwards, produced by Liz Edwards and Emily Keyes, with sound design by Liz Edwards. Today's guests include Greg Garrett and Sean Corbier. Rooted Beausoleil Island is recorded in London, Ontario, on the traditional lands of the Attawandaran, Anishinaabeg, Haudenosaunee, and Lenapawak, and in Ottawa, Ontario, on the unceded territory of the Algonquin Anishinaabeg. Beausoleil Island is located on the traditional lands of the Anishinaabeg, Huron-Wendat, and Métis Nation. These lands continue to be home to First Nation and Métis peoples whom we recognize as the contemporary stewards of the land and waters we are on today.